As one obituarist wrote, Charles Francis Lasser was never a rich man. He nevertheless enjoyed a rich life. He was an explorer, a geologist, a museum curator, a natural history collector, and also a soldier who served in both world wars. Charles Francis Lasser was born on the sixth of December, eighteen eighty-seven, in Wisconsin, United States of America. His parents were English. His father was the Reverend David Lasseron, a clergyman, and his mother's name was Frances. The family migrated to Sydney in 1891. The following year, David Lasseron was shot while travelling in a train near Redfern. His injury led to severe nervous disorders and bouts of acute depression. In 1896, he was given charge of a parish at Lithgow, where Charles received his early schooling. Before his mother brought him to Sydney to attend St Andrew Cathedral School as a scholar and chorister, he attended evening classes at Sydney Technical College, where he gained a diploma in geology. And he later served the college as a part-time lecturer. He joined the staff of Technological Museum in Sydney as a collector. He also worked on eucalyptus trees. He published his first scientific paper on geology there. Further study of geology and paleontology led to more papers. Some published by the Royal Society of New South Wales, which he joined in 1911. More notable achievements came when he joined the famous Australasia Antarctic Expedition under Sir Douglas Mawson. He spent a year in the South Magnetic Pole, taking part in two major sledging journeys, setting up support posting and making discoveries in geology as well as biology. He published South with Mawson in 1947, which was an account of his Antarctic experiences, for which he received the Polar Medal. He had joined the army in both world wars. Unfortunately, he was discharged both times because of ill health. In World War One, in the year 1914, he was enlisted in the Australian Imperial Force. He was wounded on the second day of the Gallipoli landings while serving as a sergeant with the 13th Battalion. He returned to Sydney and was discharged in 1916. During World War II, Lasseron returned to the AIF as a map reading instructor until severe bronchitis and consequent heart troubles led to his discharge as unfit in 1944. He returned as staff of the Sydney Technological Museum, later known as the Museum of Applied Art and Science. He became a curator, mainly in the fields of geology and botany, and conducted research work and developed the displays. While he was at the museum, he had the vision to publish guide to collection of old potteries. Porcelain and other artifacts to raise awareness of these subjects. 
He also devoted time in setting up the New South Wales Applied Art Trust to promote the cause. However, his vision was unrealized at the time. Much later, developments at the old Ultimo Powerhouse and elsewhere in Sydney have realized part of Lesseron's vision. He left the museum to start his own business as an antique dealer, an auctioneer of coins, books, and stamps, and became the most noted authority on stamp collection and dealer of his time. Lesseron devoted much time to writing and will be most widely remembered as a popular and effective exponent of science. A number of his well-known published articles, including The Face of Australia in 1953 and Ancient Australia 1954, have fostered lay understanding of geomorphology and geology. In his retirement, he worked auspiciously on marine biology, concentrating on molluscs. Apart from his contribution to scientific journals, he wrote a guide to collection of pottery and porcelain at the museum. Lazarin died on the 27th of June 1959 in Concord Repatriation General Hospital. He sought for no honors, and few came his way. His colleagues have given his name to various genera and species of molluscs. He was an honorary correspondent of Australian Museum and a counsellor in the Royal Zoology Society of New South Wales. A more limited group esteemed Lesseron for his notable contribution to Australian malacology, published from 1948 onwards. Many of them by the Australia Museum in Sydney, which now houses his collections.